Welcome to the Kids Yoga Podcast, the place for all things kids yoga. My name is Jessica Mujis, and I am the founder of Gem Yoga here in New York City, and I've been a kids yoga teacher for over 10 years. This is our first episode. I'm so excited. Welcome, and thank you for listening. I created this podcast because, number one, I love podcasts. I'm a huge fan. I listen to them whenever I get a chance, and I also love kids yoga, and I have for many years. So I figured, why don't I combine these two and create a space where we can talk about all aspects of kids yoga. This podcast is for people who are new to kids yoga, for people who've been teaching kids yoga for a long time. It's for parents who are interested in sharing yoga with their children at home. It's for teachers who are interested in incorporating some yoga into the classroom. It's for yogis. It's for non-yogis. Really, anyone who has an interest in this topic. I'm so glad you're here, and I can't wait to see what this will all bring. So, what can you expect? So, I'm going to be doing some solo episodes like this one, where I'll be sharing my knowledge of kids' yoga in different areas. For example, different age groups, how to teach yoga to different ages, how to bring yoga into the classroom, if you're a classroom teacher. I will talk about how to share yoga with your children at home, I am a mother of two. I've got a daughter who is almost four and a son who's nine months old. So I have found the experience of sharing yoga with my own children at home to be very different than what I had imagined, kind of like motherhood in general. Um, It's definitely different, but also highly rewarding to see yoga passed on to them in kind of quieter ways, I want to say. And so anyway, that's another topic I'll cover soon. In addition to that, I'm going to be interviewing professionals in the kids yoga field. There are so many kids yoga teachers out there doing incredible work. So I'm going to be talking to some of them. I'll be talking with kids yoga business owners so we can talk about the business side of things, which is definitely very tricky and um, deserves a lot of episodes. So we'll go there. And I'll talk about some innovators in the field. So people doing new things with kids yoga. um, And also just people who have been teaching kids yoga for years and years. You know, it's getting more and more popular, which is so incredible. Um, But there are people that have been doing this a long time that have kind of planted the seeds for all of us that are doing the work now. So it's a dream of mine to get to talk to some of those individuals. Um, Might as well cover in this first episode what kids yoga is exactly. Um, Kids yoga is the ancient practice of yoga, which was started thousands of years ago in India, and it is translated into a way that children can understand it. So 
the big thing is children are open and a lot of these yoga practices actually come naturally to them. Um, but they don't want to be exposed to yoga in the way we think of an adult yoga class. By the way, I just want to mention my dog is sitting right next to me, which if he wasn't sitting next to me, he'd be scratching on the door and he's snoring. So if you hear a dog snoring, that is my Ridgeback Romeo. Um, this is a good time to say kids yoga is messy. As I was saying, it's not going to look like an adult yoga class where the adults are lined up with their mats and everyone's quiet and the teacher's leading the class and it's usually pretty serious. Kids yoga is loud. It is often chaotic. It does not look like an adult yoga class. And that's why I'm okay with this podcast being a little messy at times because kids yoga is messy too and let's be honest. Life is messy. Anyway, so as I was saying, kids yoga is yoga translated for kids. Now, that's going to look different, whether you're teaching a baby with a a parent or caregiver, if you're teaching a toddler, if you're teaching a preschooler, school-aged children, tweens, and teens. Every single age group is going to look different. Um, A little bit about me since I'll be chatting with you every week. Um, I come from a dance background. I was a dancer since I was a child, started at the age of three. And I majored in dance in college. And after I graduated, I co-founded a dance company with a friend. And we created modern dances that had films projected Uh, behind us as we danced. So I pretty much took care of the films and my friend Kate would choreograph the dances and we toured around um, the tri-state area here, New York, Connecticut, and New Jersey, performed a good amount. It was so much fun. Simultaneously, I was teaching dance classes to kids. So I was teaching creative movement for three and four-year-olds, and ballet for kids up to age 12 and 13. And I just always loved kids, so it seemed very natural for me to take my dance experience and pass it on to children. And I really did enjoy it, and the thing I enjoyed most was getting to know the kids and seeing their unique individual personalities come out, um, especially through dance and, you know, seeing them build confidence and just start to open up to me. And I enjoyed it. Um, but then I kind of reached this point where I felt like my creativity was a little bit stifled and I was loving making films So I started researching, all right, what can I do? I could go back to school. I could go to film school. And I stumbled across this program called the Zachy Gordon Institute, which actually no longer exists, but it did back in uh, 2008, 2009 um, when I went. And it was a film school where you went for nine months and it was in Sedona, Arizona, Not sure how many of you are familiar with Sedona, but it is 
this magical place um, filled with just red rock mountains everywhere. And it's just stunning. It almost feels like you're not even on the planet Earth when you're there. Um, So when I realized that there was a film program in Sedona, which was one of my favorite places, I was like, this place is calling me. (laughs) So I moved there for about a year, drove cross country with my best friend Beth, and I studied filmmaking. And we rotated through directing, producing, um, editing, sound, and learned about all the different aspects of filmmaking. It was truly an incredible year. Um, I was just being creative and enjoying it and living in Sedona. So when that concluded, I definitely felt ready to come back to the East Coast where the pace is definitely um, faster. Um, I was kind of getting antsy, like, okay, okay, now I got to go. You know, I want to do something. I want to get back home. So moved to New York City with my then boyfriend, Steve, who is now my husband, and started the job search. And I I tried out an editing internship and definitely wasn't my cup of tea. So needed some work, found some more dance classes to teach. And then I also found kids yoga. That was the, the magical time. I was searching on Craigslist and I found an ad for a company called Yogi Beans that is here in New York City, and they were looking for teachers. The ad asked if you enjoyed yoga, if you liked kids, and if you felt like you could bark like a dog and meow like a cat and play, and I was like, absolutely, (laughs) this is speaking to me. And I met with Lauren Shadoff and had an interview, and I remember just asking her all these questions like, so how did you start this? And this is so amazing. And I never heard of yoga for kids. And I was lucky to get a class with them. And I'll never forget that first class I taught. It was at a private school, three and four-year-olds. And I was just so fired up. I was like, wait a second. Okay, I'm going to teach these kids yoga. I am myself um, very passionate about yoga. I had started doing yoga a bit in college when I was dancing, but really found my yoga practice once I graduated, and I felt like I wanted to keep moving my body. Um, But the thing about yoga that always spoke to me was that mindfulness aspect, the slowing down, connecting with the breath, connecting with the body, moving your body consciously, being kind to your body. You know, whereas in dance, it had been about how high can I kick my leg? How much can I force my hips to turn out? Yoga was was listening, you know, and learning things like, wow, I've been hyperextending my knees for 15 years. And yoga's showing me that I could relax into my legs. I don't have to turn out when it doesn't feel good. I just felt that this was this vehicle for me to not only move, but find a peace of mind as well. So when I realized I could share it with children, I just felt like it was the perfect fit. And it really was. Uh, It started with that one class. And from there, I 
started teaching more and more kids yoga and Yogi Beans went through a number of transformations in its business model. Um, And eventually I was teaching full-time for them. So I kind of put the dance classes on the back burner because I felt I no longer was interested in building up to a recital or making sure kids were learning these specific skills right. I was more interested in being present with the kids and sharing this practice with them that I felt could benefit them for the rest of their lives. It was something they could take with them that made them feel good about themselves. There wasn't any competition in it. Instead, it was, how can I find ownership in my own yoga practice? It's not about how I look in a pose compared to someone else. It's about how the pose feels. Yoga is about how we feel, not how we look. So that was a real game changer for me, coming from dance, where it was all about how I looked. And in effect, teaching kids and that those dances, I put as much emphasis as I could on the feeling of it, but dance, as wonderful as it is, and as much as I love it, it will always be a little bit about that performance quality. Yoga is not a performance, so that's what I love about it. Um, So anyway, from there, I started teaching a lot more, pretty much every age group from moms and babies, um, to caregivers with toddlers, all the way up to teenagers. By that point, since I was teaching older children, I got my 200-hour yoga certification from Laughing Lotus here in New York City. And I started to run teacher trainings, um, teaching adults how they can lead children's yoga classes, how they could pass yoga onto children. I created a tween and teen training. Um, I became very passionate about that age group as well. I found personally that around age 11, 12, that was a tough, tough time. And I kind of would imagine, wow, what would it have been like if I had yoga when I was that age? So I created a training for that age group. And it was wonderful. I was teaching a lot. I I even went to the Philippines to lead a teacher training at one point. So I was kind of teaching all over. Then when I became pregnant with my daughter, Emily, I decided to slow down a bit and kind of take in the time before she was born to enjoy quiet and downtime. By the way, I'm so glad I did that because... (laughs) Now being a mom of two, downtime is very, very rare. I'm actually recording this in my bedroom right now while my son is napping and my daughter's at school. So I've got this kind of two-hour window where I'm like, okay, set up the mic. Here we go. Um, I kind of wish you could see my setup. I've got a microphone on my dresser. I'm sitting on a, a yoga pillow and my dog is snoring in my ear but I'm so glad I was able to find this time to record this first episode. So I think that's all I wanted to cover today. I so appreciate you listening. And 
it's my goal to be releasing an episode every single week. So please subscribe and please follow me on Instagram. It's the Kids Yoga Podcast. And if you have any ideas um, about topics you'd like to hear about, or if you are in the kids yoga field and you'd love to have a chat about it, please email me. It's the kids yoga podcast at gmail.com. So again, thanks for listening. I'm so excited to be here and I can't wait to see where this leads. Namaste everyone. from our sponsor, my daughter, Emily Muchis. Yoga is when you do dance dog. Um, we, we do yarn pose. When, when you need to come down. Lion back. Um, um, with my mind jar. And anything else you want to say? No. Okay, thank you. Can we do it? Will you say namaste? Namaste.